Give me the lumber. Hey, I think you want to hit the two iron, boss. Said I want the big dog. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! It's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard would make some great. Well, we're waiting. Welcome back to the Back T Boys podcast. You've got all three Back T Boys. Boys, how are we doing? Timothy, nice to be with you. It's it's a pleasure tonight. Pedro, always a pleasure, my man. Good to see you. Hugh, Timmy, feeling good. Excited for it. Hope think we have some good topics to talk about, and people will love it. I think we definitely do. Uh, listeners, Pete is again micless, so he's using his headphones. Um, so that's why his audio is terrible. Might I add that the new mic that Timmy bought me that I did end up leaving in Maine and just blatantly forgetting to bring home is not working today. So I would have been micless regardless. Um, going back to trot and true headphones. That's a sponsorship from Bose. Yeah, we need somebody. Or, or, or Beats or Apple. Or anyone, honestly. Or anyone. Uh, and they'll, they'll send us some mics. Well, we wanted to start the show uh, by thanking the listeners for all the support we've got, even through just three episodes, our last episode, the, in the interview with Paul Piveronis, we got over 200 listens on that episode. And we can't thank you guys enough because I, I didn't think there were going to be 200 people that would want to listen to, to us ramble about golf. But Oh, come on, Timmy. Are. Of, course. of it, course. I guess I guess it was Paul's interview, so we'll see how yeah. this one goes. Maybe yeah, it was, yeah. they want to listen to him, not us. We have yeah, to tease there. that Paul... Paul's going to join us at the end of the podcast. So everyone tune in. <laughs> Every episode. Yeah, we just have to keep saying there's a guest and everybody will tune in for that portion of it. Yeah. Skip over us. Well, we couldn't be more thankful and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. The more listeners, the more content we're going to get YouTube content, get Twitter going the, the whole bit. So uh, we're, we're, we're eternally grateful, but uh, boys, the open championship delivered. It is Every year, it's entertaining to watch. We went two years without Lynx golf, but I could not have had more fun watching that that championship. Yeah, it was it was a tame one. I mean, there were some pretty deep numbers the whole week. It was kind of surprising to watch. It looked more like a PGA than than an Open. Um, but you're right, Timmy. It was it was nice to see that the landscape on TV had been so long. I remember when I started watching it, and they they mentioned Shane Lowry was was the the previous champion golfer of the year. It, it felt like he won five years ago, you know, and, and, been, and it was, it was great to have, have the guys back out on the links. He's been champion of the golfer of the year for like 12 years. It feels yeah. Like. Yeah. That's what it feels like. He's just, he's made to be a champion. Golfer he is. Of the year. He is. He fits. Um, but Royal St. George, the wind didn't blow. So it's not going to be as, as, as hard as we may have wanted it. But I will say whenever there's links golf, it's, it's more entertaining, and that's I think something that the USGA and the PGA should take into account when they're looking at <laughs> looking at courses when they're not necessarily links courses, but courses where it's not just tight fairways, high rough. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, when the US Open at Chambers or Pinehurst now, where they changed it, are all I think uh, really good options for those, and, and it's just more entertaining to watch. The course is more entertaining. And it's just like a break from, from the, the, the day in day out of the, the regular tour events. Like you said, the high rough, um, more like inland courses. So, so yeah, it's totally refreshing to see. I think if there were a couple more stops on tour, like, like that per year, I think it'd be really sweet. 
some of the things I loved is in those typical like Florida courses or California tournaments, the greens are small, but they they seem to be so receptive. So you always see guys throwing darts and all these different things on some of these par threes that were playing 240 yards to these massive greens. They didn't seem hard, but the ball just rolled out forever. And there was so much undulation and it was just really cool to see guys bringing different clubs and kind of changing their setup um, of what they brought with them to be able to perform better. Like for example, I mean, he won, so it worked out well, but even more cow changed his bag and the irons he was using, which was interesting to see. And the guys adapt. It was really fun. Yeah. And, I, I will say this yeah, tournaments like this, where it's not just greens rolling at 13s, 14s, where guys like Colin, who aren't the best putters on tour, who but he can get hot, can actually hit the ball. He doesn't have to be worried about it running by. And when you're as good as an iron player as he is, which in my opinion, he's the best iron player since prime tiger. I don't think that's a hot. Yeah. I think that's a fair, I mean, He's he's number one right now in ball striking, and he doesn't seem to be slowing down. I, I think my I think my favorite thing about him being number one in ball striking too is everybody loves the I I mean I just referenced it, but everybody loves the tiger blades, right? Like the butter knife irons. And I thought it was funny that when amateurs or people like us go out, we buy clubs. You want to get the smallest head possible just to look the part. And he actually went to like more forgiving clubs and he's the best ball striker in the world. And he was like, yeah, I realized I wasn't hitting it that great. And then he just won $2 million playing in a golf tournament. One yeah, thing that concerns me a little bit is he switched from blades to the irons that I just ordered. Uh, no, that's good. And he is a much better ball striker than I am. Uh, <laughs> but I, th- one interesting stat I saw just to show how great of a ball striker he is in strokes gained approach this season on the PGA tour, he's number one and Paul Casey's number two the gap between Morikawa and Paul Casey is the same as the gap between Casey and the 55th ranked iron player in the world. What? I mean, well, what, what is insane. it on? Uh, what is it? Greens regulation? What's the Strokes, stroke game? Stroke approach. Games, stroke what is it? Pro- to me? Wow. What do you mean? What's what? Like, do you have what the, I, I don't have, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I, I, I saw that stat on, on Twitter this weekend. He, and, he throws you off sometimes because he'll hit an iron shot and he'll look all mad. And then it's like 12 feet from the hole. Yeah. He, he yeah. really is just unbelievable when he, when, I, I, when he puts an it, iron in his hand. Isn't it true? Both major tournaments he's won were the first time he played in them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. insane. It's the Padraig Harrington quote experience is overrated. And he won his open. Here's a perspective. Curious to get your guys takes on this. Um, so Colin, Colin came in first. Jordan was runner up at 13 under. First of all, I, I think I don't think there's anyone in America that's disappointed to see Jordan Spieth on the hunt in the hunt on Sunday. Again. It's awesome. I mean, it is so awesome. He struggled so hard. He is so good for the game of golf. Everyone's mom loves him. Everyone's mom says he reminds them of their son. Every dad uh, he's, wants their daughter to marry her. Yeah. Well, he's married, but yeah. Um, he's great. He's great for golf. He's great for America. He's great for back to boys. Um, Colin, I think is, has been very impressive in terms of how, uh, receptive he is to the crowd, how friendly he is, how cordial he is. I thought his acceptance speech was so awesome after he won. He thanked the fans for like five minutes. He seemed like he was really taking in the moment. Um, 
And I just, I, I love seeing those two American flags at, at one on two for the open. Um, Cause you know, that eats at the Europeans a little bit. And I think there's no better Americans to be doing it than Colin and, and Jordan. I think they're so good for the game they They represent American golf so well. Um, so I'm pumped. I, I was just really excited by how it finished outside of Colin winning, having Jordan there is great. The Europeans took our cup back. So it's only fair yeah, that we take absolutely. theirs back. I know. And you see Rom sitting there at T3, like, you know, uh, you know, he was right there. So John Rom with a better Thursday would have been, I mean, yeah. he was what one or two over. I only know because I had him in my DraftKings and day one didn't look good, but yeah, he was four under in the last round. I think he made, yeah. he made a little charge, but I, I totally agree. Jordan Spieth being back is awesome. And Colin Morikawa, we forget he's only 24 years old. Yeah. And to act like he does and be as professional as he is on the golf course is, is, is incredible. Um, but it brings me to a question of over under career majors, we'll call him work hour. He's at two. Now I'm putting it at five and a half. You taking over or under. Hmm. This is an interesting question. Cause this reminds me of our, our friend, Rory McElroy, mm-hmm. who people were saying he was well, going double yeah. digits. No problem. And, and then and he got, at, yeah, his life changed. He, he life changed. He got, he got married. He had a kid. His priorities changed. He's never really been able to find that clutch gene on the greens. Um, if you're taking over, so you're saying he's going to get to six, that would put him in the category with Faldo Trevino and Mickelson. Is that, two? that's crazy. Is that two? That just speaks to how, I mean, that's how, how, like he makes it look, he made it look easy over the past two years, but the guys that are at six just speaks to how tough it is to actually win a major year in and year out. And, and Phil didn't win till he was 32 or something, yeah. but it's, it's different now. Um, it's just, there's so many good players and it's yeah. so hard to win majors. Well, and it does, at- it does seem like guys are going on streaks now, like Brooks with his right that year right. and a half where he won four. And now he's, Played pretty well in majors, but he hasn't won one in a while. And Rory's the example. I mean, he, he what is it? It'll be eight years since he won a major mm-hmm. uh, at Augusta. So, so thinking about like DJ, how many does he have? Two. I got the list up. He's got the Masters and the. Uh, the should have. Uh, he's got three. Yeah, uh, it would. I think it would have been three if it wasn't for if that he heartbreak. The and, okay, so he's got three. Uh, Rory's got he's two, three, two. Okay. Um, Rory's got more. Rory's got more. JT's got one. Uh, JT has just, one. Just Rory has open. Rory has four. Okay. Okay. So I guess my, my point is, is like you think about the best players in the game right now and they aren't really sniffing six yet. And I know they each have 20, 30 years left. Like, sure. Um, but I, I think you have to take the under on Colin getting over five and a half. I think odds wise, you have to take the under on anyone getting over five and a half. You know, it's kind of an anomaly that anyone gets to six. That would and be you run, take. you run in, in golf, you run into what Rory runs it. Colin right now loves golf, loves professional golf. He played 50 something events. Like he is obsessed with it. As it becomes, you're more of a corporation where that's what Rory is. Rory is like, He's not a person anymore publicly. He is like a, 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 a product, a, a product, and that's hard to be excited and go to the range as much. And especially when you've got a boatload of money, yeah, it's yeah. easy to get content when you've got a boatload of money. 
Paul talked yeah. about it, about when guys get handed $400,000 from a club manufacturer at the beginning of the year, it's easy to get content. Yeah. But something that Paul also mentioned was that John Sendon low key without like anybody knowing made a boatload of money because he was just a good golfer and low key. And granted, Colin Marikawa's career is off to a better start than John Sendon's. But I think part of what might help shot him, at John Sendon, Pete. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's won yeah, two yeah, majors. Sure. He, he yeah. turned pro in 2019 and has five wins. So I think like his wins besides the majors, he low-key to me has five wins. Yes, he's always there in the odds and everybody's talking about him being like up there in the top 20 and top 10 and he's always going to compete. But Matthew Wolf and Bryson DeChambeau and Colin Marikawa were all in college at the same time. Wolf won two NCAA championships, DeChambeau won one, and Morikawa came in sixth the year Matthew Wolf won, and nobody was looking at him. Coming on tour, Morikawa was the kid from Cal who was good, but nobody was sure about, and now he has five wins and two majors. In interviews, he talks about how when he's not playing professionally, he never practices the game of golf, which some people might not like. He doesn't like, he doesn't practice the game of golf in a golf shirt or pants he's t-shirt and shorts and like gym shorts and sneakers which might seem crazy but my point is the low-key aspect of him and kind of the coming from behind and granted he's gonna be a huge celebrity now but i don't know i think it'll work in his favor that he's kind of been that underdog or it now he's not but he's more low-key if that makes sense he's not rory was huge with oakley and made the huge switch to nike Colin joined a stack tailor-made team and has had a lot of success early, which will make him kind of a star. But I don't know. I think his personality is pretty low-key and he might be able to maintain it and have success. Say it. So, take, take it. So I'll take the over. Pete, love it. I love I hope he gets it. I love Colin Morikawa. But I, I just think, over. I, think I love Timmy. I love how Timmy knew where my long-winded answer was. <laughs> I'm trying to preface it and justify take it any it. way I possibly could. I just over. Think it's I'm really- hammering it. Hammer. I'd even go. Oh, no, I'm not going over six. I'm not going over six. <laughs> seven. If you if you had taken seven, you're putting him in some elite territory. I mean, seven majors is Harry Varden, Bobby Jones, Sam Snead, Arnold Palmer, and Gene Saracen. That's elite territory. Yeah, no, I'll take I'll take six. He'll get to six. I I love it, and he'll I win a, he'll win a he'll win a handful more. He'll win at least two more PGAs. I, I wish I, I had the faith to take it, um, but he is a great champion golfer of the year. I, I, I'm i sure you guys saw the the pictures of him rolling the Claire Jug case through the airport. So good. So good. Oh, it that was, was, it was so, awesome. so, yeah, I, I, I was hearing him talk about that. And uh, he said he talked to the RNA and they were like, don't worry about it. If anyone asks you what's in there, just tell them and they will not have a problem with it at all. And he said, he said they didn't, but can you imagine you're working TSA and they say, you know, all metals out of your pockets. He throws that suitcase up on the, on the x-ray machine and they just see that going through the x-ray. I mean, that is so funny. That, to that's me. like with uh, Hideki Matsuyama putting the green jacket on an airplane yeah. lounge chair, yeah. an airport yeah. lounge chair. I don't blame chilling. you. Don't want, you don't want creases. You don't yeah. want creases. I don't want creases. It was a I'm, nice suit bag. It was very yeah. nice. I'm just imagining... Colin Morikawa having to take the cleric jug out, like you have to take your laptop out and put it in its own bin. <laughs> but, or imagine if he gets to the uh, he gets to the gate and they're like, "We're out of overhead bin space. You need to check all bags, all, all carry-ons." And he had to put it underneath 
That would be scary. I'd rather wait, sit with it on my lap. I think you wait for the next flight. And, yeah, maybe you, you would, yeah, or you sit up with the captain, have the captain have it up there. I think they'd they, they'd make it work. But then today the the pictures came out. Did you guys see him drinking the champagne and the beer out of it? No, I, I love those pictures. That he awesome. didn't. He respected it so much that he didn't crack like cans and fill it with cans. He brought it right to the tap. They had tap beer in that Claire jug, which is what it deserves respectfully. And I think it was a good call by him instead of just pouring canned Bud Light in there. Is that a shot at me for my uh, member guest trophy? Just yeah, that's, that's no, a direct remember, shot at Timmy. Your member guest trophy was great, but you're not the champion golfer of the year. At Argyle, I am. Was there a name for that trophy, Tim? Uh, no. We need one. The Argyle <laughs> jug. The Argyle jug. The Argyle yeah. jug. Uh, but Another major and another Louis Tazen heartbreak. Uh, I mean, the guy just can't find a way to get it done on Sundays. I mean, it's the two guys also, that step up their game the most in majors. And it's weird to put these two together, but it's Brooks Kepka and Louis Tazen. Absolutely. And Louis just can't get it done on Sunday. Also, I think we need a nod to Paul here, Paul Pivaronis. No one's talking about the fact that we asked him who on tour he likes the most swing-wise. What, two weeks before the, the Open? And he, he said, said Louis. Louis. And Louis almost got it done. That would have been the call of the century. So shout out, Paul. I, I think we need to pay you some respect there in that call. Um, but, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he was right there at Torrey. He was right there at Royal St. George. And he, he comes away winless at both. And it's just crazy how good he's playing. And, he, and he's got nothing. I mean, he has, he has, you know, top five finishes to show for it, but nothing really. And he doesn't care about the time. Right, I'm exactly. Sure does. Right, but, right, right. And he also was right there at, at Kiowa. Like, he there's T2 at Kiowa. He's right there every Oh, I forgot time. about that. Yeah. Every major he plays in, he's right there. And yet we're not betting him. And I don't know why. Just bet him the top Because 10. he never closes. I guess. Top, I guess you could bet him top 10. But that, doesn't doesn't stop, that? that doesn't stop Timmy from betting Tony Finau. Or Tiger hey, Woods. I've, I've started betting Tiger. top 10. Tiger Woods does finish. Are you talking about 15-time major champion Tiger no, Woods? No, I meant, like, I meant like this, this, this I meant this oh, year oh. when you bet him to win the Masters after his car accident. I bet him pre-car crash. All and right, the book right. wouldn't give me the money. <laughs> this is a conversation for another time. But... No, I, and I don't know what's going to happen with Louis. I don't think he's going to win another one, but he just, the law of averages would say. I think he does. I think he does. I don't know. I think he wins. Uh, I mean, he hits the ball. I the like only the one I could see him winning is a PGA. I mean, I, I, I think he, he do. I mean, he performs well at all of them. Saint or he's, plays or, or he's just going to win like a ton of players. And the we're going to say times, four players the last equals one major. Times that the PGA has or the British Open has been at St Andrews there's not a single player that has through 72 holes had a better score than Louis Oosthuizen he won two times ago and he was in a playoff the last time it was there he has not been beat in the last two in 72 holes at the last two British Opens at St Andrews like just, I, he can definitely compete at St Andrews what do you think uh what do you think those future odds are just floating it out there floating it out there 2022 uh, open championship. Betting no odds? way. No way they're posted. But if they are, it's not a bad bet. I mean, maybe wait for him to miss a cut first. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. I, like they're going to be high now. He's won there. and But 
I hope he gets it done. I like Louie. His swing is gorgeous, but I don't know. It's it, it it was another heartbreak. And this was the first one where I feel like he blew it. All the others, someone else went and got it. Mm-hmm. I know Colin played great and felt like he was in control, but Louie went what plus two. Plus yeah, three, he didn't do like anything. That. And if he had shot even or one under, be like, okay, Colin got it, but he just fell apart. Um and it's a shame. And another guy that we talked about a little bit that I do want to talk about again is is Rory in majors. Is he done? Do you guys think he's ever going to win another one? And should we stop thinking of him as one of the, the greats? Cause his talent is definitely there, but he just doesn't can't perform in majors. Personally, after watching granted Phil Phil's Phil and you can't compare the two really, but after Phil just got it done so late and was able to compete, even though he doesn't necessarily hit it as far as every guy. I mean, he has the best, one of the best short games uh, on the tour, but I would not count Rory out. Um, something I has think, to change for Rory. He can't. No, something has to change. And I would think above all else, it's probably his putting. Um, but then again, Colin's not, know. Colin's not a great putter and Colin was able to do it. I think I would not count Rory McIlroy out. I don't think it's don't on know. the course. I think it's, I don't, I don't think know. he cares as much about golf anymore. He doesn't seem to in interviews. He's so weird. Whenever they ask him about how he finishes a tournament, he's like, no, my life's great. I have a great, great family. And that's fine. But I don't know. I'll give if it that's him. what he's going to do. We have to stop thinking as him as Rory and just think of him as another guy who's making a living on the PGA tour. I'd maybe I'd, hammer over one and a half more. Now Rory cannot putt. Okay. I, I, people are obsessed with, Many people are obsessed with Rory McIlroy, our age, because he was kind of the potential next Tiger 10 years ago when we were young. Uh, Whenever they cut to Rory on the green, anywhere on the course, any day, I see him miss the hole. I have not seen him make a putt on TV in years. And I refuse to believe that he can win another major until I see him roll the rock. And that's the hill that I will die on. So no, I do not think Rory will hit over on one and a half. I think he's good enough to win again. Sure. But I, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm, I'm out on Rory more and more every day. That's why I never counted Spieth out even through his troubles for the last few years. If you can roll the rock, you can, you can find a way to win. You can hang around. Yeah. You can hang around. Rory McIlroy at the open finished 46th. You're, you're a one name guy. You're Rory. That's like finishing in dead last. You can't let that happen. I mean, <laughs> oh, I the totally guy, agree. You look at the leaderboard and the guys who beat him. It's it's insane. I mean, it's crazy. And and it's fine if Rory wants to just go have a great family. We, we forget they're people. Like Rory's just a person. And if he wants to just go have a great life and and just make a living on the PGA Tour, that's fine. But I, I'm done thinking he's going to be competitive in any major till he proves to me he can be competitive in a major i mean he just dropped to 15th in the world and he's 50th putting which is just brutal and i mean that's the whole reason he just keeps falling the week before he was 11th and he dressed dropped four spots and he was definitely higher up to begin the year i it's just yeah he always seems to be switching his putter he tried the spider for a little bit and then he went to a different and now he's back it's yeah, yeah. Another way to look know. at this. I'm, I'm heartbroken. I love him. I'm heartbroken. Another way to look at this is like giving credit to the the guys who get big, get 
get older, start families, start foundations, do more charity events, and still remain relevant. Not to say that Rory isn't relevant, but like Phil Mickelson, I mean, he's doing, he's been doing this for how long and he's got so many other things going on in his life and he wins a PGA championship. Um, Dustin Johnson, I mean, he's had a family for a while. He's doing tons of stuff, PR events, commercials. I mean, his schedule is packed 24 seven and he is still on top of his game. So I think we can bash Rory a little bit, but I think we're also recognizing that when you get to that level of stardom, a lot else gets in the way and nothing requires more attention than golf in terms of perfect perfecting the game. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, the other way to look at this is just hats off to the guys who are able to do both. It makes you, and I know I'm not talking tiger, obviously had his problems, but it makes you realize how great tigers yeah. run was when you just see like Rory who had all the talent in the world kind of fall off and all the, all these guys, like, I mean, just not be able to keep that dominance that, that they had. Uh, but we will see if Rory has another major. I, I'd love to see it because I think it is good for golf. He's one of those mm-hmm. one name guys that just Rory and everyone knows who you're talking about. Uh, but on the topic of majors, <laughs> I had a question for you boys. And this is what are the drinking majors? <laughs> If you had to pick the four days in a year and you have to compare them to the four majors, what, what, what is your, your take on this? Wow. I love this so much. Um, Pete, you, you want the honors? What, do, what are you feeling? I can, the, I can the dig first in. one that comes to my head is uh, the U.S. Open is the 4th of July. It has to be. I, I'll agree with that. And I think one reason is 4th of July is an all day event. It's a grind like the U S open is. Yeah. And it's, the, and the it's US America, open, but the U S open, if it was a playoff used to be 18 holes the next day, it's an all day yeah, grind. It's a grind at 4th like of the, July like this year. Grind. The, this year, the fourth was on a Sunday. So the Monday was kind of like the, the extra 18 holes, honestly. Fourth of July, you're cracking a beer at noon. And and that, that's a hard thing to maintain. Just it's hard to maintain at the US Open. I, I, I don't know what I, else. I, that. I think another one that I would one that I think you guys would actually agree with that just comes to mind too is I mean the PGA, everybody knows is just like meh, can be very meh. Mm-hmm. I think the PGA would be New Year's Eve. I think it's after Christmas. You think St. Patrick's Day? I think it's kind of like a kind of made up. How do you say that when you're as Irish as you are? uh, Because St. Patrick's Day isn't actually that Irish and it's a made up holiday. Okay, damn it. I just, my whole thing, the PGA lacks an identity. St. Patrick's Day kind of lacks an identity. Oh, man. Timothy, all right. All right. How about this take? The Masters. The, the biggest golf tournament in the world, uh, most important, color green, the green jacket. That's such a good point on the green. And, and also, think about it this way. Like St. Patrick's Day, sure, it has uh, meaning behind it for why we celebrate it, who celebrates it, et cetera, et cetera. 
but it that day is so defined by drinking and it's for everyone it, it is it is well so it's so defined by drinking versus the 4th of July drinking is associated with it christmas thanksgiving new year's eve it's it's associated with it but I, I, like st patrick's day is really known for drinking which to me makes it one of the biggest drinking days of the year if not the biggest drinking day of the year and that to me makes it the the ma- the majors major and that would be the masters i i know you might not like st patrick's day as much as you like the 4th of july or christmas or, or all the other holidays but it is it is quintessential celebratory drinking. And if we're ranking the biggest drinking days of the year, it, I think it needs to take the green jacket. You guys T- are making Timmy, some good points there. Timmy, the green gonna, really got me. The green what jacket. Would your, really Timmy, me. what would your master's be? And was it going to be the 4th of July because of no. your love of patriotism? No. no. I, the U.S. opens the 4th of July. Um, my master's was probably going to be Christmas. Ugh. Being just like... It's different. Everyone knows it's different. It's on the same day every year, just like the Masters at the same course every year. Uh, but I guess that could be said about uh, a bunch of holidays. No, but about <laughs> no Fourth of July, October, Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay, etc. You know, et that, that, that's 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 a fair point. But I think, uh, I think I'm now putting ahead. the Christmas is the Open Championship. It's the, it's the oldest. That. It's yep. got a bunch of history behind it. It's, I don't know. I think that, that, that fits. I think new year's uh, day is the PGA fits. New year's Dude, Eve. What do you, yeah. New year's year. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So, so I think we're mostly on the same page. I think 4th of July is, is unequivocally or, or universally uh, the U S open. It sounds like Timmy's come around on St. You swung Patrick's me. Steve. You swung okay. me. The green you got swung. me. The green you was swung. Uh, The masters. Um, the PGA, I really associate with New Year's. I think it's it, it it tries to have a lot of hype, like a like all the other major drinking holidays of the year. They try to 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 match the hype level, but it always sort of fizzles out. It never quite hits expectations. It's on the tail of Christmas, so it's almost like a set an afterthought, kind of like how the PGA is usually on the tail of like the Masters. It's like the, or another it's like the last well, day actually, of your the PGA used to be when it was the last tournament. It was yeah, also I guess. Like, yeah, it's also like the right. last day of your vacation. Right, usually right. People go back to work that next week. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's the open that's tough for me because there's something about Thanksgiving, and but the turkey makes the, you sleepy. And, but the pilgrims coming from from England and Europe and the open is over and we're kind of celebrating, huh? They didn't do the nicest things when they were here. No, I know, but it's it's kind of it, it, the, the migration and celebrating us being European and also American. And I, I think it has some ties to the open. Listen, so Hugh thought when we meant majors, we meant the LPGA schedule and it's five majors instead of four. So no, again, I, so I I'm Christmas saying could be the KPMG Women's US Open. So I'm saying Christmas, uh, dude. Christmas, I don't know. Ha- you can't. Christmas is a bigger day than Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. Not it doesn't mean it's bigger drinking wise. I think it, see, it you guys are getting is. caught up in, in value of the. I think Christmas no, not, is, is the no, players. It's not. Christmas no, it's is not. the players. You get the eggnog going. Christmas is get, the players. Christmas is the players. No, why don't you just call it the Zurich? The why don't you just call it the Zurich? Dude, Thanksgiving that you know why Thanksgiving's the players because halfway through the players, I would take a nap because it's boring. 
turkey on Thanksgiving because of that chemical. That was whatever a ricochet at the players. Yeah, that, was direct, that was a direct shot. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a direct you, shot. Gets you sleepy <laughs> and you also have to nap. Again, we are acting like the players is the Zurich Classic. Like it's a huge tournament. That's Everybody, a shot at the Zurich Classic. Just, I'll take every shot at the Zurich Classic. It has no one. It's a team event, which isn't done well. Like, <laughs> Okay, I think we can agree on three of the four. Agree to disagree on the fourth. You're disagreeing on the day, not what the major would be. Oh, that's true. We agree that the also, Open okay, is how about this? Christmas. How about this? How about this? Christmas is kind of multiple days. It's the because tw- you know, if you get like a, a so if you get what, well, no, hear me out, you get like the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, if depending on your, your vacation schedule. So, what if it's kind of like the FedEx Cup playoffs? No, dude, you're just completely changing the question at this point. I'm just saying, I mean, if we're going to map out the entire PGA Tour and we well, want to do this no, for two I was hours, say, do you want to go through it. every, I mean, what's the Barbasol Championship? What's the Pebble Beach? I mean, it's clearly the Barbasol, Easter. The Barbasol Championship is no, clearly no, Easter. No, no, The Barbasol Championship is Indigenous Peoples Day because it's an alternate field event against the British Open. So the British Open is Columbus Day and the Barbasol is wow, Indigenous this, that Peoples was Day. Well done, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy, well that done. was well done. That, that was, was well done. done. Good job, Timmy. <laughs> I will you. leave it at that. That's 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 that was that's Timmy. Great. That was a mic drop. That was a mic drop. <laughs> well, thank you. He had to have that prepared. Yeah, he did. He so I did. Did not have that. I didn't know we were going to go through every tournament and decide what day of the year it is. Uh, but boys, I also had a question that actually just came to me, and it's. If you got to throw or toss the golf ball five times during a round, how much better would you be? Probably not that much better. The only time I would think about tossing it would be like, are you saying it has to be like first shot or anywhere on the golf course? Anywhere. Chips are where like, I think it would be because, like, the only time I would, yeah, that's the only place I think it would help. Because odds <laughs> are, if I tried to do it on like a drive, I'd throw my shoulder out and then I'm screwed for the yeah, rest of the round. It wouldn't be a drive, but if you were, it inside, would, no, it'd be like a, it'd be like a, not maybe not even a sand, like a far sand shot. I'm thinking like you're up against the collar and you're rolling it as though you're playing candle pin bowling. <laughs> With your grandfather on a Saturday, and like you hope it gets way better than normal bowling. Well, it is, but like you hope it gets close and you nestle it up. I think the back to you boys. The next time we're together, I'll have to find out how far we can throw a golf ball. (laughs) My my money's on one of us spiking it into the dirt because we just tried to throw it so far. Also, let me backtrack quick, Timmy. Candlepin bowling is not objectively better. So yes, it is, dude. It it combines combines the balls are so small. It combines bowling and skee ball. That's awesome. Uh, that's why? Not, why not that's just? Not why not just bowl? Why not just combine bowling with bowling? Dude, it's a New England thing. Just like accept it. Just accept no, it. Candle, I'm just okay, but okay, but Timmy can't be making these Wait. these accusations. The ski ball thing is crazy, Timmy. How why often are you crazy? playing ski ball? Ski ball's awesome. When's oh, the last okay, ski ball's when's, awesome as the last uh, in isolation. Played I played ski ball uh, within the past twelve months. Pete, when's the last time you played ski ball? This isn't Definitely a knock on ski ball, Timmy. Not, this is just saying maybe ski ball and bowling, months. maybe you, bowling and ski ball don't need to be combined. Wait, when was the last time any of you went bowling? Uh, Within the last twelve months, last, last six months. 
I, I played skee-ball probably two weeks ago, and skee-ball is so much fun. This isn't and, an attack on skee-ball. But why it's wouldn't not. you want to combine those two things? Because that's like saying, I mean, that, that that's like saying something about like, combining anything. Like combining football and ice hockey. Like, why does that need to be a combination? I'd, I'd watch that. Football on skates. If you just go to level <laughs> people on skates. That's kind of what hockey is. I mean, but you're, you th- you're telling me you can just hum the ball in Canada. No, it's smaller. It, it's You can pump it. it. I think it's, it's harder. more fun to throw the big balls. I just think, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We're talking about. Okay. Throwing balls on the course. My take here is that it's very dependent on how good of a golfer you are. I think the better you are, this isn't really a hot take, but the better you are, the less it will help. I think Mm -hmm. if you're a 20 handicap and you can throw the ball off the tee on a par three with like water somewhere or there are traps around, I think that saves you at least a shot. I think if you're in a sand trap, that saves you at least a shot. Um, If you're in like deep rough, that saves you at least a shot. Even around the green, I mean, high handicappers cannot chip. They cannot I mean, get up and down. I even think low hand, like uh, yeah, if you're right, short right. sided mean- and yeah. you have to take something dead vertical, just yeah. being able to pick that up and just toss it like that, that saves you at least a shot. Yeah. I would say for low handicappers, like sub five handicappers, it probably would save two, two shots around, two to three shots around. That's and I a think- lot, dude. I think for sub five? So you're saying a guy would go from like a 75. Uh, I guess yeah. that's not that many. I was going to say from like a 75 to a 73. You just got to think like if you're doing it, five, a sub handicap. I guess you five, have that like one or bad. Would do it yeah, around I guess, the green. I guess. I guess. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. out of the five times. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You guys are right. You guys are right. You guys are right. And then we should, 20 handicappers, I think it would save them like 10 shots. Because think of like the chunks they hit, the skulls. No, that'll, it would save 10 shots. Easy. Okay. Easy. Yeah. 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 Good question. Yeah. I think it definitely would. Um, and and I have one more question about specifically what is the most frustrating, more frustrating on the golf course? Missing a fairway or missing a putt. And this fairway. isn't this isn't what affects the game more, it's what's more frustrating. Oh, what's more fr- oh sorry, missing a putt. Missing a putt's more frustrating by far. I think missing a fairway is more frustrating. Not that it doesn't affect the game more. And I mean, missing a fairway, like bad, like blowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like out of, just, like out of bounds. You can find the ball, but because the hole just started and there's already just problems. That's true. If you're missing fairways all day, then your rounds over. You might as well go home. Yeah. But I take, uh, so my, my take on this has always been, because I think I've actually thought about this a lot. Cause I do both a lot, um, missing fairways or, or spraying it is discouraging. Missing putts is infuriating though. That's really my take on this because, because like to your point, Timmy, if you're teeing it up on, on the first hole, second hole, and you spray one, even if it's not out of balance, but if it's in another fairway, it's totally off the map. Uh, it, it, it just, it, it's so discouraging to take yourself out of the hole or take yourself out of the round right off the bat. And then it puts so much pressure on your, your short game. Cause you're missing greens and then putting more pressure on your putts and it all feeds into, into the green. It, so it's discouraging. It, um, it's, it's hard too, because like, just to add to that, Hugh, in this hypothetical situation, Timmy's talking about, if you can find your ball, 
then like, yeah, it's discouraging because you're punching out and playing, but you can still continue your round. When you're missing putts and you're standing over it and like you don't think you're going to make the putt, like you have zero confidence over a three footer, you're right. It's like infer- there's nothing you can do. There's zero yeah, you can do. It's just a different type of re- it's a different type of emotion. Like I get I get furious if I'm not putting well. Big I'm sounding like a hothead. No, 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 no. But but I, I get more I get I get more heated from from putting poorly than I do missing. And hitting hitting bad shots off the tee, I think that's that's the verdict for me. I just I just expect myself to miss a lot of different shots every which way. So I just I I maybe that's why you do. The, yeah, I just uh. all talked about it. Missing putts. There's also something so final about it. <laughs> well, Timmy, Timmy, when you miss a putt, you just grab the other putter you have in your back. You're constantly rotating. I went. To the, I'm going to the claw. I'm putting great. The arm lock and the other four putters are staying in the bag. Um, but I think they're both quite frustrating. If uh, yeah, I'd prefer neither. I'd take option C, <laughs> none of the above, please. Um, so guys, I had uh, an experience. I might call it. I don't know what you call it, but. Um, I was fitting somebody for clubs and the guy who walked up was a true logo Larry where (laughs) he had every piece of clothing had a logo on. It wasn't his course and I wouldn't mind that. It was a U.S. Open shirt with a PGA hat and an open championship belt and it infuriated me more than it should. And it brings the question, how many logos is too many logos? First question, uh, was his name actually Larry? Because that would be No, it wasn't. It would have been very funny if it uh, was. That would have been great. I've, I've thought about this a lot recently, actually. Um, because as listeners know, he went to Torrey Pines and then right before- Didn't play, Torrey- just watched. But then right before going to Torrey Pines, he went to Bay Hill and played. He's been to Beth Pitt. Like, Hughes just played a ton of courses. Timmy's also played a ton of courses. Um, And I've had an issue recently with people going to courses and getting when I ask if if I want anything and being generous and picking up a shirt for me or something like that or picking up a – poker chips are different. But I guess my issue is – there is a limit to the logos because I found myself the other day borderline logo Larry with a shirt that Hugh had gotten me and a hat that Hugh had gotten me, both of prominent golf courses I had not played. And that most still out, outstanding. Yeah, yeah, it is. And the issue was explaining to somebody when they asked if I had played either of them, no, my brother had and he just got them for me. So I think that's an issue. I think it's a different story when you've played the courses, then you can wear multiple, but I would cap it at two. I'm going to say two. You can have two different logos on. You can have a hat. I think the easiest one to do is a hat and a belt is the easiest to get away with. Um, you can get away with a shirt, but I think the the greater the subtlety and the, si- the smaller the size of the logo, the better. But if you're wearing more than two, I would say you're a logo, Larry, and you really probably got to reevaluate your your outfit i think it changes if it's someone's course like if it's their club i don't mind them wearing 
I think you get some breathing room. You get you get you get get one extra logo, maybe. Yeah, but you know what I hate the shorts with the belt. When guys have shorts with their logo, and then they have the belt with the logo, and then they have the hat with the logo. And I'm sort of shorts have logos. I love the short logo. The short logo on the left pocket. Oh, Oh, I haven't seen that. All my shorts now have the Argyle logo on it. So I, of course, I kind of think I think separation is key here. So to your point, Pete, a hat and a belt. There's some separation. There's a shirt in the middle. So no logo shirt, logoed hat, logo belt works. Um, I think shirt and belt gets iffy. I think a very decorative belt with logos and then a big logo on your shirt. I think there's too much going on. I think hat and shirt can work. Um, what I don't like, which, which is, which is very nitpicky. And I think I'm being tough on, on the logo Larry's. I don't love a logoed polo and then a pullover on top of it with the logo. And yes, you or no, you can't see both logos at the same time, but they're there. They're there at the same time. They're they're overlapping, and and I I, I don't love that. So it, it, that's a little bit hard on the logo, Larry. But that's my take. I, I think I don't know why. I think I think simplicity is better out there. I don't I don't think you need to overdo it with all all the shirts you've got for Christmas and your brother, or your aunt went to a tournament and got you a shirt. I don't think you need to bring them all at once. Out at once. I with shirts, I like the logo on the sleeve because I think that's much more subtle than when it's on the front of the shirt. That's a good take. I like that. I don't have any of those. Can you get I've one? started doing almost only that. I guess when the Back T Boys store gets up and going, we're going to have to do Back T Boys logo on the sleeve. It's very subtle, nice, but it's, it's, uh, you look much less logo Larry with that. And I think then you can still wear a belt and a hat that has a logo on it without Please too many. Choose the max with the sleeve. You don't even notice it, especially if it's three of the same logo. Oh, three that of the is same like, logos get back. a grip. I think two's the max. Two's the max. And two, it even has to, you have to do it right. I think maybe, I think two and a half would be, Timmy, your shorts count as one. Your shorts count as one. Um, oh, Timmy, Timmy's head's in a pretzel right now. He's, Timmy, he's, your shorts he's doing, he's doing, that often. he's doing calculus to calculate no, how many, how many logos he has. I don't go over two that often. I usually, yeah, because you have your transfusion belt. You usually go transfusion belt. Transfusion belt. I have a bunch of visors that aren't course logos. Like I have my tiger green jacket one. I have my tiger Frank one. Um, I have a bunch that aren't necessarily um, logos. I have, we'll have, I'll have a back D boys one at some point. Does that count as a logo? Or are you allowed to wear two courses? No, I think we're, I think we're talking about, that's probably okay. Okay. Also, I kind of love this whole logo Larry thing. I, 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 Ask ask our listeners if you see any logo Larrys out in the wild. Snap pic, snap a video. We'll we'll throw it up on social for you. DM get, get, you, on get you some love. Yeah, we'd love to we'd love to get a some content around all the logo Larrys out there. Just don't be one of them. We gotta we gotta stop the logo Larrys. Yeah. Um, but boys, that brings us into this week. Um, post majors usually aren't aren't the best uh, best tournaments, but the three M is usually pretty good. Um, it's at TPC Twin Cities in Minnesota. Always a really fun course to watch. And uh, as always, we are going to give the listeners some terrible betting advice on uh, on, on, uh, on who's going to win this tournament. Um, and then we're also going to change it up a little. As the listeners know, we usually pick, pick some winners. Um, we are going to pick a winner of a favorite, a, 
a top tier guy, an underdog, and we're also going to pick a third bet that's either a top 10, top five, whatever, top American player, head to head, just some different bet. Give us a little chance to hit hit a few more, which we definitely need. Uh, Hugh, you want to give us a, give us a few picks? Yeah, I, I would love to. Um, let's see if we can turn the tides here. So, so you're saying, okay, so our, our top big dog, who's going to win? Um, I, I, I like DJ. I mean, he's the favorite, he's the favorite to win, but if we're, if we're making a pick on, on which top dog is going to get it done, it's really hard to bet against him. So I'll pick DJ to win. Um, you said uh, an underdog, Tim, I don't know if this counts as an underdog, but for anyone who knows me well, I've been a brand Seneker fan forever. I love, I love his swing. I love his game. I love the way he approaches golf. I love the way he approaches putting huge brand Seneker fan. And he's been playing well, uh, this year as of late, I think he had a pretty good open. Um, and, and I'd, I'd love to see him get it done. So I'm going to pick him. Um, he's hot, which I've mentioned before. This is a game of streaks. You got to pick guys when they're on a roll. So I'll pick Brand Seneker as kind of my underdog pick, even though he's relatively, uh, he's got a relatively strong um, odds yeah. odds of winning. But I think Brand Seneker. And then let's see the out of the box pick. The uh, the the differentiator. How about is Paul Casey? Paul Casey's not playing in this. No, I was gonna. T- I was gonna pick him as my Probably, my top my Olympics, top Englishman. Top Englishman. No. Um. Okay. How about this one? Uh, player player to top to to finish the highest with with a last name that starts with W. Ricky Wierenski. Lock it in. He's gonna be he's Bubba from, Watson. He's from Massachusetts. He's gonna be Tony. Or not Tony Fino, uh, Matthew Wolf, um, Jimmy Walker. He's, he's going to be Jimmy Walker, Vincent Whaley. I think Ricky Wernenski gets it done. So lock that one in. I kind of love that. How's that one, Timmy? I love that. That All is right. exactly what this show needs. Pete, you want to give us a give us give us yours? <laughs> yeah. Um, Uh, top dog. I'm Good, so, I'm, what, what were you doing when I was picking? What, well, I'm looking at two. I'm looking at. Were you looking at Twitter? What, what were you doing? No, I'm looking at two. Were you looking I, for your microphone, listeners? Oh. This is shocking. Mm. Pete is not prepared for the podcast. Yes, I am. I have Bovada up. Let's hear it. Let's go um, with some picks. I'm going with Usti because I think he just at some point has to do well and be able to close. Um, and he played really well, and I he had three unbelievable days in a row. Um, what was the next one that we have to do? Underdog. I want to go with Dylan Fratelli because he played so well, but that's like... Is he playing this week? Yeah. I kind of love the Dylan Fratelli pick. Yeah, I'm going Dylan Fratelli. He played really well last week and just kind of lost it in the end. Um, I don't know how many lefties are playing, but my top lefty is, uh, Hank Leo, uh, what's it? How do you pronounce it? 
Libido, libido, libido. Is that even a listed? <laughs> like, is that? Plus, even, did you find that? Is that a listed? No, he's plus, he's plus four thousand. He almost won the other week to beat top lefty. What are the odds? Is no, no. Listed? I'm just saying he's top lefty. So that's my is that's my own book, folks. That's my my own book. He's top lefty. Okay, so Pete is. That's fair. Right. You asked. I didn't look at the props. I'm not prepared. I went uh, top lefty. Shocker. Okay. He so, also wears a tour visor, so you bite your tongue. I love tour visor, guys. I am taking as the top dog, and he hasn't been a top dog recently, but he's been playing great, or much better recently. I'm taking Ricky Fowler to win wow. the 3M. Would love that. I almost plus, did, too. Plus 4,000. He's been playing really He's got the same odds as Hank. Pretty good golf. I, I think that it just makes too much sense. I am That'd then, be great. For my underdog, where where is my boy here? Where is I am taking to win as my underdog one of the three two-time winners this year on the PGA Tour. Coke crack. S- nope. Stewart Sink. Ooh. Plus sixty six hundred. Interesting. Stewie Stewie Stewart. Sink. This one twice. Got a leak. Bryson are the other two. I think Stewart Sink's playing some great golf. And then for my other bet, I'm taking Argyle Country Club's own Denny McCarthy. Oh my God, you are the worst. <laughs> two, two, top twenty at plus four fifty. Okay, oh, you guys Denny, are doing prop bets, Denny. To put- Timmy, have you have you have you talked about Denny on the pod yet? Do our listeners? Uh, I don't know, know how much. I, not a lot. I picked him a few times, but uh, Denny McCarthy um, grew up playing at Argyle Country Club in Silver Spring, Maryland, where I'm now, where I now play. Um, so uh, always, always looking, always watching Denny and always hoping he does well. Um, but I like him to top 20 this week. He's actually, I don't know if he still is, but last year he was the number one stroke game putter on the PGA Tour. So uh, Denny, in the words of Paul Azinger, can roll the rock. Uh, boys, I like all those bets. I, I didn't see all these prop bets. Hang on. Shocker. Pete doesn't prepare very well for the podcast. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Give me one. Let me get one. Let me okay, get one. Get an actual prop in here, Pete, instead of your. Let me get one. 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 Do, 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 do. I wanted to go Matthew Wolf to miss the cut, but that's not what I'm going to do. First wow. round leader. I'm going to do first round leader. Love that. That's a uh, tough one. First round leader. Kyle Stanley? No. Man of Streel. I wanted to go JT Poisson because he almost won last week, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go Tony Finau, first round leader. Walk it in. I think that's a great pick. He does it all the time. But Thank Pete, you. Uh, maybe next week, let's get a microphone and some prop bets down. Uh, I will not. Earlier. I will not. Well, boys, this has been been a blast. Looking forward to watching the 3M. Uh, and uh, next week, we actually get to talk a little uh, Olympic golf. So that should be that should be exciting next week. I Big actually time. already have my pick for that. I have my pick for that. Oh, Pete. you got that. So you prepared for next week. <laughs> you prepared for the wrong show. Uh, well, boys, this has been a blast. Listeners, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for getting us to 200 on, 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 on the last episode. And I hope everyone gets out this week, plays a little golf, and uh, make sure you play it back.